listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. All right. Okay, everybody, um, do we know what episode this is? <laughs> of course, you're going to do a stumper right out the gate. There we go. Episode 80-something. I think it might be 86. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, to the AntsMarching.org podcast, Jeff, we remembered that we actually um, do a podcast. We know what a podcast is. And we had to relearn a little bit. We had to do a little um, little research. But we're back. Um, I am Matt. I'm here with Joe. Uh, Jake is off um, saving the world tonight. So he can't, uh, he can't uh, be joining us, unfortunately. We'll get him next time. But uh, it's Joe and I. Um, it is a big, big day um, for the band. I mean, after a long 2017 off, here we are. Big announcements today. Joe, how have you been? I'm doing good. I'm excited. Energy is high around everybody today. I think my phone blew up. I think the site blew up in all in good ways, not in bad. Um, I'm excited. I got out the special drinks today because it's an exciting day. What is a special drink in your in your parlance? All right, here, here's the special drink. That was a LaCroix opening <laughs> up. <laughs> um, but no, I also have another one here. Uh, which you can't hear. That's probably very quiet. But this is a Woodford Reserve double oaked. Double oaked what? Whiskey. Or bourbon, I should say. Bourbon oh, whiskey. Oh, I, I see. I was trying to, to combine the sound that I heard with what you said, and I was like, I, I'm not getting it. I got oh, yeah. you. Yes, I have, some, I have some bourbon that I am pouring over a single rock. Uh, so I have that. You can't really hear it but is there it a, is is this a new thing for you the the straight I, whiskey? It, it, it's grown on me a little lately um i haven't been drinking as much beer so yeah mm-hmm. you know you know how it is phases I do. the beer wears on you i mean i love, love the beer everybody who listens to this podcast knows i love the beer but yep uh yeah i'm i am actually um in the mode where i have to to tone down the food consumption because doing renovations on a house you just don't care where you get lunch and you get lazy and uh and it's cold out so i can't ride my bike so i I have to get exercising again so anyway this is not the (laughs) health podcast i'm sorry Um, but we have a lot we have a lot of people tuning in on um periscope right and i don't know actually know are you able to relaunch the periscope while we're doing the podcast or no because it is the video is frozen i think they can hear us but the video is frozen if you're able to launch it while we're still going then maybe that will work i will do it right now um, and oh, geez, I almost just spilled my drink. That's not good. That would um, not be good. No, there. But cool. There we go. Um, I have to double flip the camera. Hey, we're back. We're back. Cool. We'll give it a shot. Really appreciate everyone hanging in. Um, and putting up with, with the um, <laughs> the bumps and bruises on the way back in. We will get better at this. Uh, my office right now is this makeshift pile of boxes. Uh, so I scrambled to hook up the microphone, but it's a big day. And, and Joe, how big of a day was it? I mean, taking last year off, no album, no tour, no real tour. What does today mean for this community? <laughs> the hashtag no tour. Hashtag um, no tour. What album? I mean, I, to think that a year ago we were wondering even if they would be touring in 2018, I think today is a really exciting day. And not only do we know they're touring, the full band is touring, not just Dave and Tim or Dave and Friends, the full band. We also get some official confirmed news about the album that is coming in the summer 
which we kind of had from Dave saying Dave in an interview saying was going to happen, but we had nothing official. Now we have an email to hold up in the air and say, <laughs> it's you guys promised an album. So we are anxious because it is going to be six years since our last album. Can you believe six years? By far the longest layoff. Yeah. Gosh. There was a, there was a time when they were doing um, one a year. I think there was was there one where there two years and a year two releases came out. I mean, it's back in the beginning. I mean, it's this wasn't is, it like every day was o one and bus stuff was o two. Yeah, there was less than twelve month period, and I think in the very beginning days too. Um, I wish I knew all the album release dates off of off my heart, but clearly nothing six years. So, I mean, it's something to be excited about. And let's what let's keep the um, let's keep the downers out of it. I think there's a lot of things that we could say that about the album at this point that would could take the buzz off of things, kill the honeymoon phase here. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna run the honeymoon phase, and I'm in my mind the best album the band has ever done is about to come out this summer. That's the right idea. And you know what? I got to be honest with you, Joe. You could you could you could potentially make the argument of me being uh, a little bit of a, a wet blanket at times, or looking at the the unbright side of things <clears throat> but who matt could... <laughs> me matt who what i don't want to bring it out but i'm having a tough time reaching in and, and being pessimistic about this what what's there to be pessimistic about i mean we know they've been writing they have a lot of a lot of new songs they've been writing they've been working they've had time off which <clears throat> we've never seen the band in this element where they've had a year and who knows, has Dave been itching to get back out there? Has the creativity been bubbling over? We don't know. I think that's a positive. If nothing else, it's going to be different. It's yeah, gonna, I, you're going to catch the band coming off of something that they've never done in their 25 years. That's exciting. There's an opportunity here. Yeah, I would say if this was the normal repetitive kind of tour, two years album, tour, two years album, I think we can make – some inferences that we know that, hey, usually some of these songs that they're going to play are going to be on the album or there's some correlation to the type of music they're playing. We can't necessarily do this. They haven't put out an album in in approaching six years, which could mean a whole new world of what the band has been doing in the background. Um, so there is there is a lot of opti optimism that can be there. Eh, if you want to be Debbie Downer, you could just you could assume Guess what? All the songs that we've been hearing that have not been released over the last six years, they're just going to go put them out on an album to to push an album out. Yeah, I don't know that about would that. Be, that would be the Debbie Downer approach. I'm, <clears throat> How about this? Uh, How about a, a, a long version of Plastic Girl to open and close the album? <laughs> no, they're going to do Plastic Girl intro into Plastic Girl um, <laughs> and then Plastic Girl. Right, they're going to do the track listing and then they're going to say featuring plastic girl like they did with bartender on buses tough yeah. because because bartender's a a you know a classic song for this band so uh give it the same treatment <laughs> none of the none of the other new songs make it the only one of it that they choose that they previously played is plastic girl to put on the album <laughs> well hey i was one. talking about this earlier i almost feel lucky i've seen one of those two live performances is it only two wow i believe so yeah that's uh that's a rare one yeah, and you can you can collect that baseball card. And you can That's say you the were thing. there. Maybe we'll end up doing a DMB Hub uh, stub for I've Just seen for Plastic, Plastic Girl. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> do a little one off there, little little trophy. I hope that nobody else has to get that uh, that badge. 
I hope don't. I hope so too. So we're going to yeah. dive into that even more a little bit later in the pod. But there's other big piece of news is the band has released their tour dates. Uh, yesterday on Twitter, Stefan even uh, teased it saying, you know, sitting here, hashtag something like waiting for tour dates or something. So he even, even he was excited. He's, he's chomping at the bit to get back out there. Um, and do you know how many shows they announced? Is it like 51 or no, no, not 51, 40 something, right? Um, according to my input, when I imported it into my calendar, I thought it said 47, but I also thought it was an even number. So I, I don't believe that either. So, um, I think it's maybe right around there. Yeah. I mean, there were rumors. The, uh, the, the DMB community has its ear to the ground and stuff was slipping out. And we did a news article sharing some of those rumors with you guys. And we also heard a pretty good rumor that um, they were going to be released today. And I'm very happy to hear it is because now we can all unblock our entire summer calendar from and marked busy and can now figure out those specific dates that uh, we're going to go see DMB and try to figure go on with the rest of our uh, summer scheduling finally. Yeah, I, I mean, I wonder what we're going to see from this tour. Uh, I, I tell you, I am more willing to get hyped for an album than yep. a tour in terms of what you expect to see this tour. Am I excited? I, I, that the, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Well, I saw you tweet about that. I was interested in your take on that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm excited that, that there's news, that there's tour dates. It's a, it's a This is always an exciting time for the community. Um, but I've gotten amped for tours before, and then you get a couple, couple shows – sometimes and it feels like it settles in and 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 then by the time the tour is half over it's almost like i'm not even following these shows anymore and that's not to be a downer it's just saying like i i shouldn't have gotten myself worked up for the actual content of the tour i think it's better to look at let's just get excited that they're out on tour again we get to see our friends we get to go to these cool venues see them in these mm -hmm. cool places um more so than I have to see the song, or they better really, really, really mix it up this year. Uh, maybe I'm turning a page a little bit, but um, I'm no, just, I think you're right. I'm tempering I, my expectations in terms of specifically wanting something out of this tour outside of just fun music. I wonder what it is. I don't know if it's if the No Tour did that to us because right now, if we were to rewind ourselves two years ago, right now we would be arguing about. Are they going to do two set format? Are they going to do acoustic first? Oh, we don't like this. We like this. You know, um, we're talking about just the most granular things within the tour. And maybe it's because we were just really, you know, just just deprived of something new. And maybe it's this break that we had, the no tour, plus the what album, that that's the new thing. And we don't have to go just overanalyze and try to get something different between two sets or something. I don't know if that's what's called, that's what it is underneath or not. It might be. And you just reminded me, are they going to do two sets? <laughs> <laughs> I took you right down that you rabbit brought hole. me right back there. That was when I, they, I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're going to do a Dave and Tim set first. And then um, then a Boyd mid-set and then full band and set. Ooh. Get a little uh, cinnamon girl, maybe? Yep, yep. little cinnamon girl, little True Afflections solo. I don't know. I mean, it, it's. I mean, first of all, uh, the tour for the most part is similar to past years. If we look at the schedule, not any ma major changes. I would say major. Uh, you know, it, if I look at it from a whole, right? You na same number of dates for the most part. Progression through the tour the yep. same. Most of the major venues. So for the most, most part, there. Most Joe. Most, but not most. All. I think you know. 
Kansas City. That's major and... with a capital M also. <laughs> Kansas City, St. Louis. Okay, that's a little bit interesting. But then the major one, Alpine. No Alpine. Yeah. Um, I just was able to hit the uh, the big three DMB Hub stub just last, uh, not last summer, obviously, 2016 tour, um, seeing my first shows at Alpine. Let me tell you something, bros, bros everywhere. But <laughs> that, come on, somebody be somebody who's been there deny that. But it's not bros everywhere. I mean, DMB shows in general, you could say bros everywhere. Alpine more bros. Yep, I would say there are bros at every show, but Alpine is the bro capital of. Let's, let's the United- put some context on this. I took you to the bus lot of Alpine. The bus lot of Alpine is literally school buses by school buses that just unload 50 people. Unload what? Unload 50, bros. 50 bros, <laughs> yeah. So I will admit the bus lot at Alpine is a bro heavy, but I don't think the entire venue you could say is bro I'm heavy. I'm catching so much shade by all the, all our friends who are with us right now on, on Periscope. They're hammering what are they me. Saying? What are they saying? They're hammering me. You had a blast. That's because we were on a bus, you know. <laughs> It just yeah, it just went, because there's an excuse doesn't make it make it not true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is a shame um, because there's been there's been rumors year after year of Alpine struggling, maybe closing, and the band coming around is that's a major that's the draw. Um, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't spell good things for it. It's a shame because it is a gorgeous venue. Um, it is the Midwestern spec. It is the Midwestern gorge in spirit, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's always a bummer when you see when you see them miss out and there are venue wars that go on on the boards but I mean objectively it's it's a loss I think for the band not to play at one of their staple venues. I agree. It it is it is nothing against Chicago, Northern Island, excuse me, and you know Summerfest, great. They've played that number of times, but there's just something about Alpine that it's a little sad to see that it's not included there, especially from a return year and Alpine was skipped in the past. They closed it last year. Um, it just seemed like the perfect time for it to come back. And I think everyone's in a little bit of shock that it's not. So, and a lot of people are, are taking that. And thank you, um, Adam Chinder on, uh, on Periscope and kind of taking that anger and steering it towards Northerly Island. Now you've lived out that way, Joe. Yeah. What's the story with Northerly Island? <laughs> it doesn't need anything more against it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible, but the fact that it's now like kind of stepped in the place of Alpine, it, it just layers on. I mean, unfortunately, it's a super flat venue. It's the most flat venue I've ever seen. It's literally like parking lot flat. Um, I have no idea how the, the back lawn sees. I've never actually walked back there. I think there's just a screen back there, and that's all you can see. Um, it's right on the lake. It's super windy. So wind does affect sound, which is, un- you know, which kind of is, yeah. is unfortunate. Anybody who's heard a gorge, rec- gorge recording can attest oh, to that. Very good point. Yeah. Very good point. So, um, you know, and it's a little bit, it's, it's downtown. It's right downtown. And you think, oh, that's so convenient. Unfortunately, it's like, there's no parking lot by it. Um, you, you have to walk, uh, you know, it seems like forever to get there. Um, so it, 
it's not ideal. Like, I mean, you picture Alpine and just there's nowhere to tailgate really at, at uh, Northern Island either. I mean, maybe there's some spots you can go over to um, Soldier Field or something. You know, it's just not ideal. Alpine is kind of the best, even though it's outside the city. It's just your typical summer venue. So a couple people are just saying it, that it, it is a uh, cash grab, Northern Island. Um, I, I, I'd hate to, I, I'd hate that that's the case. I feel like it probably is. Why, I, why I mean, is that a cash grab over, over Alpine? I think that, uh, Norley Island will give them more money to play there. And it's just because they can, they can demand it. They can, they can get ticket prices. They can sell these VIP little, they have like a VIP, like, I don't know you call them like little balcony thing or uh, Adam something. Adam says 30,000 seats. Is that true? I mean, it's not as big as Alpine. Alpine is massive, right? Alpine can fit tons and tons of people. Yeah. Um, I just think, um, you know, just got corporate sponsorships there. You're in downtown Chicago. You know, if I'm a company in downtown Chicago, I buy season tickets to Northerly Island. I'm going to get 10 shows. Yeah, you've, you've got so, a baseline yeah. attendance number already hit. Yeah, you're gonna you get to sell season tickets to corporations uh, easy, whereas Alpine doesn't, and that means that you know the 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 bookers can say, hey, I got all this money, I gotta keep, I want to keep selling these season tickets, um, I gotta make sure I bring acts here, and they'll pay more for it to happen there. So, huh. um, you know, the other thing is, is the band actually stays in Chicago when they play Alpine, so which is it's an hour and half away probably um it's nicer for the band and that they could just be located right there where the venue is could the band have played their last show ever at alpine valley music theater oh could the band have kissed alpine goodbye with a performance of plastic girl (laughs) man you are i mean you are gonna break some hearts nobody wants to think that that was the last time i hope i'm woke joe i'm woke you're woke i mean (laughs) Alpine's still giving it the old college try. They're still they're tr- still trying to keep running. If for every reason Alpine were to say that they were finally shutting down, this was going to be their last year. God forbid. I hope DMB would go do a three night weekend there or something and help show that place off the right way. I I, I can't believe it. there's never going to be another Alpine, especially based on the reaction that we're seeing right now, on how many people are disappointed by it. I, hopefully, somebody's listening to that. Knock on wood. Maybe we can get it a little ants. Kickstarter together and, and pick it up on the cheap. Bring Alpine back. Bring Alpine back. You know, that. just a little side note. I might have spoke about this before in previous podcasts, but uh, when you think about Alpine and the possibility of closing it, there is one venue in this country that I've been to that, as gorgeous as it is, I can't believe it ever was created, who had an idea that it would be sustainable, and that's the Gorge Amphitheater. It is uh, truly out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Truly. There is very little infrastructure around to support it. It's incredible that it still goes. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying how amazing it is that that this place out on a cliff in the middle of nowhere, who walked out there and said, this would be a great place to put a road out here and our electricity and, and a stage. It's just crazy. And then, so if Gorge can survive, and you can make an argument that Gorge is a lot different, unique than Alpine, Mm-hmm. Either or, if Gorge can survive, I got to think any classical outdoor en- venue should be able to do that, to pull that off. It, but the difference that Gorge doesn't have is poor Alpine's got leeches 
It's got Summerfest that's leeching off of it yep. right there in downtown Milwaukee. That's true. It's got downtown Chicago leeching off of it, and it's just bad. Like I would say, maybe you know, I know Sasquatch Festival out at uh, in in at the Gorge is very successful. It, it would be say, oh, do something similar at Alpine. Have a festival, make us a new you know thing. It just you got Summerfest that's drawing that. You got Chicago that's drawing that. It's they're in a tough spot. Jim says uh, that. Um... Camping helps the gorge a lot. I, I and so that's certainly true. I try to now try to superimpose camping onto the Alpine. Yeah, they they actually got approval from the uh, city to do camping on site. That happened actually a few years ago, but I they got the approval and they said they might give it a shot. I, I'm not aware that they've they've done it. Now there are some campgrounds nearby um, that I know will actually a lot of people stay at. So there are some camping options. Hmm. It's just not on site. Okay, well, interesting, but I mean, the net net of it is no Alpine this year. Um, no Alpine. That hurts, so that's two years in a row without Alpine. Without and, and, and when you say that, uh, all the people that compare SPAC to Alpine are all now laughing and cheering and saying that SPAC's better. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, is that even a debate? <laughs> it is. There's still. <laughs> I know which side you're on, but uh, there, is, there is still a debate. It hurts. The debate isn't as good when half of the debate party doesn't show up. For the <laughs> My favorite venue is still uh, Blossom, and mm. that's still kicking, still going strong. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the, but I, I think I compared the place in Philly that Dave and Tim played this past year. I'm blanking on the name at the moment. Um, similar, very beautiful, like uh, like Blossom. Both of those places were great. You're blanking on the name. Yeah, um, the, it was in the, where Dave and Tim played in uh, Philly, uh, outside the city. It was all wood. It actually had two tiers. It was a. Uh, it's not Burgettstown, cool. is it? No, no, that's the one that's in uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Um, and they are playing there this year. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll see. Uh, I mean, spe- speaking of the Man Center, thank you for uh, ah. Sea flood go. on the on the thing. Thank you. I couldn't remember the man center. Well, speaking of the potential, you know, for the the economical uh, angle in deciding with these venues, um, some reserve ticket pricing has gone sky high this year. Uh, now, would you say that some of these increases would be normal had they not skipped a year? Are they, is this really two years worth of jumps in here, and it just happens over the course of one tour season? So it's that much more sticker shock, or what? I didn't think about that. I guess you're right. I just thought about it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, very good on the spot. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, what was the normal ticket price? I think it ranged between 85 and 95, I think, depending on the venue. So what, last year? But they didn't really increase it for Dave and Tim, but maybe they said, oh, it's only Dave and Tim. We won't increase it. Um, It's it's significant. I mean, what we're seeing, it varies by venue. Some venues are still 95, it looks like. Some are as high as 150. Um, I think the average is around 115 now for a reserve, and that's before fees. So you add in all the fees, you're at like 140 bucks. But just at 115 face value to face value between the tours, it's a 20 percent increase in yep. price. Yep, that's a big one. Now it's a big one. If you took a half step, cut that in half, say a 10 percent increase, would that year over year be more palatable? I think I think it would be like paper cuts. Like I think we would be complaining this year still. Um, we would have said, man, we just had a, a $10, $15 increase last year, and now another one. I think we would still be complaining. It would just be paper cut, like saying paper cuts mm-hmm. add up. This just happens to be a jump. And um, 
it looks more dramatic, but I think we'd probably still be complaining if we're saying, hey, prices are 140 bucks to see a, a DMB show. Uh, again, that's reserved. There's cheap. They they did keep the lawn tickets the same. I believe those are still forty dollars and um, plus fees. So I guess that's still good to hear. Yeah, they didn't I think that's those. That's completely affordable. I think the lawns are uh, lawns are, are are not uh, exorbitant priced. I, I think yeah. that's fair. I did. I tracked um, selling out of the pavilions. Uh, I think on the 2016 tour and past tours, but I think 2016 and. There are no, they don't always sell out the pavilion, and then, so it's interesting that they're increasing the prices. That's where Maybe I was going to go. I, I know that the band has dipped down in sellouts overall. So mm-hmm. does that mean? I was thinking, well, maybe they're just you know they're not selling out the lawn, so they'll keep that, but they're selling out the pavilion, so they'll raise that price. But that's not the case. You're saying, yeah, they um they don't always sell out the pavilion. They do at all at the major venues. Don't get me wrong, they sell out the pavilion, um, but not all of them. They're still pavilion. It, it ends up being like the back section, right? The top section. Sometimes the section that's like uncovered, if it's like an outdoor pavilion, mm. um, they don't end up selling those. Um, there was a rumor that uh, these reserve seats are variable based on whether or not it's a destination venue or or not. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's a destination venue, but it definitely is variable, and I think it has to do with demand, probably to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Ottawa is still 95, I think maybe. I mean, you could uh, probably sell SPAC tickets reserved for, tw- I mean, I hate to even say it, you know, you could go crazy with, with what reserved yeah. seats would go for and still sell out. I mean, you'd think that, but like when it comes time down to the actual days of the shows, the week of the, or the show, um, not good reserve seats, like the, the back or the top pavilion on the sides, you're hoping to dump them for face. And the face then was a hundred hundred bucks and ninety ninety five bucks. This is spec. This is spec. This is spec. Um, that surprises me. Yeah, yeah the the uh, early on everyone's trying to find reserved blah blah blah, and then it just seems like everyone finds reserved, and some people have extras, and then at that point there's not really anybody still looking for reserved, and people in the lawn are happy in the lawn. And maybe it's just related to the timing of demand, and as you're that close to the concert, then the, the demand's no longer there. You had to take advantage of the demand earlier on yeah, i don't know but my, my anxiety laced mind the idea of not knowing if i'm going to the show because i try to hold out for good ticket prices Oof. no thank you it's 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 different these days i at least for dmb you can actually pretty easily find tickets like my advice to anybody is like don't panic if you don't get a, approved for tickets these days mm. tickets come around well coming back around to the album that ticket exp- in- increase also buys you a free copy of the album. Woohoo! So I was thinking about this on my drive in to my customer this morning. Do does Billboard count those as album sales? I believe they do. So that is how they're going to goose their album number. And which I don't think they need to do, but it unfortunately like all bands are doing this now with DMB is not the first to do this in case anybody wondered other bands do this. Okay. I went, I went to a freaking chain smokers, uh, concert and I got, a, I got a chain smoker CD. I never even, I think I threw it away. I didn't even do anything with it. Um, it just like the bands are doing that now. And are these bands like hitting number one? I mean, I mean, okay, do the math on how many shows you've got. I don't know. 20,000 tickets, a venue. And you're mm-hmm. 20 dates in, 
to your tour when the album drops. That's 400,000 albums. Yeah. Those are the numbers that come out, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and, and I mean, the, 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 it's not even just physical albums these days. The, the, the Billboard album sales is actually a matrix of digital and um, right. physical these days. Um, but yeah, those, those, those count. Hmm. Out the door. Well, not to say anything nefarious is going on. It's just it, it's certainly going to help them maintain that streak of uh, consecutive number one albums at release. Yeah, it helps their streak. By the way, I've been tracking this. They're falling behind on the streak. Um, they're getting passed very quickly by some some other ar- artists. Um, but would like to keep that streak going. That's for sure. That'd be nice to keep uh, saying. Who are those artists? You got what? Taylor Swift? Um. Taylor Swift. I don't think so. I haven't. I didn't track Taylor Swift, or it didn't didn't come up in my research at least. So I don't know specifically about. Um, let me just pull up my notes on yeah. it real quick. But. <laughs> where? Be honest. Where are that? Where is that file stored? In my email. <laughs> you know, I just to yourself, or you just so here. Here's how. Here's what I know. It as is. Um, Eminem is at eight albums, and. Jay Z is actually at eleven albums. I would have said Jay Z. If you only count his solo albums, Billboard's being a little finicky about this. He did like a sometimes they re-release an album, or he does like a collaborative album with like Kanye or something, and they count that in his stream. If you only say Jay Z solo albums, eleven eleven number ones. Um, Eminem eight number ones. What's the band at? The band is at, uh, I forget, six or five? I thought it was more than that. I mean, they got more than that. Um, they have the big three. They have Every Day. They have Busted Stuff. Mm-hmm. They have uh, um, Stand Up. Yep. Six. They have it, a Big Whiskey. That's seven. They have Away From the World. That's eight. It's six for some reason, so I don't know, uh, you know, where where we're off. Did, but did Under the Table and Crash not debut at number one there? So BTCS was the first one to debut. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they're at six, um, and like I said, my notes is Kanye's at six, Eminem's at eight, and Jay Z's at eleven. And Man, I, um, I just remember when we had that record when we what tied or passed Metallica. Yep. That, yep. That went away quick. Yep. Yep. And like I said, it, it, this is studio albums. You know, you can't count live albums. Some of these bands have had live albums. We've had live albums. Those don't count. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if they just didn't. Again, some of these like Jay-Z and maybe even Eminem have had like collaborative albums. And I don't know exactly how Billboard is going to classify if those count or those don't count. So regardless, I hope that we still debut at number one. And we'll probably, hopefully, get a Billboard article that will uh, clear this up for us. <laughs> I'll be holding my breath. <laughs> so, Joe, uh, have you quit your job yet and prepared for the summer tour dates? Because I know that this, I mean, talk about, just call your secretary. No secretary needed. And what are the dates? Because Joe will be there and then some. <laughs> How many you realistic? I know you've counted already. How many do you think you're going to see this summer? I ha- I really haven't had a single a single chance to uh, to look. So okay, I'm not I'll make sure. it easier for you. How many are you not going to see? 
<laughs> Let's go to the other side of that list. Uh, I mean, here's what I'm thinking. All right. Gorge in. Um, SPAC in. Um, Deer Creek in. Um, so what am I at right now? Five, six, seven. Um, you going I would Blossom. assume Blossom in Pittsburgh. Darien Lake. Darien's tough. It's uh, Darien's always a good show. I know. I know. It's been a while since I've been there. I would like to get back. Milwaukee? Right. Uh, probably both Chicago's and Milwaukee. So, yeah, those. And then I like to hit the tour opener. So I go down to Texas. Uh, yeah, that's that's the that would be the tentative plan. I haven't even looked at I haven't even had a chance to really look at it and with my schedule. Let me but... ask you something. Are you going to go to Veterans United Home Loans Amphitheater <laughs> in Virginia Beach? Riverbend. Thank you, Adam. I forgot about Riverbend. I got to do Riverbend. I haven't made it there yet. And here's the deal is I always like to go to a new venue that I haven't been to yet. And I'm not sure what that venue is this year yet. So I need to figure that out. Mm. Well, I am going to the, the game at the, the night before concert for Super Bowl. Oh, oh that's going to be great. So I, that's a new venue. But... Oh, I do have breaking news. Even though the band will not be playing at Alpine this year, Joe M will still be there. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it let's do it your streak is still alive (laughs) uh they are playing um the blues fest the rbc blues fest in uh in ottawa this year which apparently um thank you nuzzy on uh, on twitter um says it's like the one of the biggest and best canadian fests and it is returning to ottawa after a 16 year hiatus whoa um yeah, which is crazy. I, I saw that it was the Blues Fest, but I didn't realize it was gone for 16 years. I don't know if it's yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at Tour Central right now, and I think there might be something up here because I'm pretty sure I saw them play in Ottawa in 2002, which would be 16 years. But well, maybe I, it wasn't the Blues Fest. The, the Blues Fest, yes, but I don't. Oh, is the Blues Fest 16 year Ottawa hiatus or the band? I was thinking the Blues Fest. Oh well, that would be. But I don't know. That would be. Yeah, that make more sense. Yeah, the last Ottawa show was 2002. That was when I was at. That was the 32-minute 41, mm-hmm. which was incredible. Great experience. Yeah. Um, with, uh, with that was Bella Fleck. Yeah, and you know what? C- technically, it was Kanata, uh, Ontario. Oh. That's why. So even though it, it, it's we consider it Ottawa, um, it's, it's technically. It's like I'm up in north of Seattle, but people say I'm from Seattle. Right. Probably like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, but that, I mean, that'll be cool. Um, dipping the Two shows, yeah. Two shows in Canada. Tam- Toronto, too, I think. Yeah, so. back to back, the 10th and the 11th of July. Yeah. Happy happy for uh, t- uh, for Canada to get at least something. Sometimes they get left out. So that's not, that's great. Apparently, Canada is now Ottawa. Who knows what they do up there in Canada, apparently? <laughs> My goodness. Changing names, okay. How are you not? How are you not staying up on this? I don't know. I don't know how I ever became a Canadian citizen without knowing that. <laughs> it's on the entrance exam. Um, anyway, if if all you're on uh, iPhone, um, grab the free DMB Hub app uh, to follow along. You can add the shows that you're going to. We've got some really cool updates coming this year too um, that we can't talk about right now. Uh, but it, I can I can vouch that they're cool. They're significant um, and. If you, uh, if you like the app and you want to support us, uh, go ahead and sign up for an Ants Plus subscription, either on the site or right there in the app. Um, if you are a Plus member, too, you get access to cool features. You get um, private forum to talk in. You also get to get sneak peeks of uh, some of the app features, actually. We've been doing some beta testing of the new app features with 
um, plus members plus. So plus. Um, yeah, and get your questions answered here as well. Uh, so check that out. Check out the DMB Hub app if I can give us a shameless plug. Yeah, and I mean, and the plus helps support the community, the site keeps the site up, so it all goes towards that. So thank you guys that are plus members for sure, for sure. Uh, Joe, you want to take a quick break, and we'll come right back, and we will uh, wrap things up talking about just the remaining topics that we got going on. We got a lot, boy. It's kind of threw this podcast together quickly, but already we're forty minutes in, so. <laughs> uh, we're just going to take a quick breather. Joe's going to get some more bourbon, another rock, and uh, we'll be right back. It's alive right now, deep and sweet within, pouring through our veins. Oh, intoxicate, moving wine to tears and drinking it deeply. On an evening spent dancing as you and me. We're back, and in the interim, we were talking with our Periscope folks. Thank you guys for watching, and Gales. Um, about what, what things we're forgetting about here. Um, so a couple of really good questions. Will we see any new uh, songs played in Minneapolis? And we're kind of banding it about. I just want to get my opinion out there because I will forget about it if I let Joe go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think in, unless the band has a song 
that's the hook. That is going to be the centerpiece for the new album. They're going to lead with it and just kind of build up hype for the album with that song. Basically a monster single. Unless they have that, no. But if they do have a song that they've kind of coalesced around and said, this is going to be a song, um, if they've done that, then then maybe we'll see it. I can agree with that. I mean... I, I don't think we're going to get any new songs. They haven't been in the business of at these Super Bowl shows. They've done two already now, at least. Um, they haven't debuted anything or done any special surprises. So I would, I would say no. Okay. How's this? Who's producing the new album? That is a good question. Uh, that is a good question. Why aren't we talking about that? The, the fact that it's not being mentioned, what, should we read into that? Uh, no, this, these guys have been so tight lipped for a long time now. Um, I would also say if it was Lily white, they would say something, right? Maybe, maybe not. I will say this, the away from the world, Lily white production, I thought was really light, lightly handled. Yeah. Um, so my bigger answer to that is, does it really matter anymore? It has an influence. It does. I mean, the producer has a big influence on the album. Oh no, no question. But does the band have the tolerance for a heavy-handed producer? No, I don't think so. So and that's does what it matter thinks- because they're not going to let them get? They're not going to let the producer push them around anyway. Yeah, that's what makes me think the producer is um, what's his name that did uh, busted stuff. Steve Harris. Uh, yeah, I, that makes me think it's Steve Harris. I thought Steve did a great job on Dave's solo album. Oh, so that that album is just so it just good. Gets, it's like wine; just keeps better and better and it, better. It might. It's probably my favorite album after the Big Three. Can I say when they Dave and Tim just played Mexico and Night Three, the third song in or something, they play Trouble. Trouble from that album hasn't been played since oh six. I know, and such a good song. So cool to see back. I, I mean. I loved it. I love seeing that. I think a lot of people talk maybe about Spoon or Angel from Montgomery with um, with Brandy. Trouble being back, that's freaking awesome. Um, I hope that's I hope that's going to stick around. Hashtag free trouble. Free trouble. <laughs> free trouble. <laughs> Get free trouble here. That was a really good show. Set li- I mean, just looking at the set list. Yeah, night three made up for a lot. Here's the thing with those shows that's a little bit disappointing, and thanks to our friend Brad for pointing it out. They they were only playing like 20 songs, 21 songs, and most Dave and Tim shows are in the 27, 28, 29 mm-hmm. range. Um, so it's really, it, I mean, that's a, that's a little sad, I guess. I wish it could be we could get a lot more songs. That'd be my that'd be my note on it. I guess they had they but they definitely waited till night three. That's where all the stops came out. Great set of night three, three three song encore, trouble, dreaming tree, brandy. Oh, I mean, uh, little red bird. I yep. adore that song. And you got pig, yep. um, you know, like you said, spoon with brandy, which is always amazing. Double or a triple encore, right? Yep. So I had heard that when they when they signed up for Mexico, that it was actually a, a originally a two year thing. I think it was only two years. And so this year, I think, was completing their two-year kind of sign-up to do it for two years in a row. So I wonder if they'll do it again, but I think that might be the end. We'll have to see. It's it's interesting one-offs, but it's also uh, stuff that's really tough to talk about and analyze because financially, it's it's so unrealistic for such a large swath of the fan base. 
yeah uh, myself included um I, I would love to be able to go and i remember the, the tours from years or the the, the um the cruises from years past yeah w- would have been cool but just not 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 uh not within the realm of possibility uh, yeah. but i'm glad that the people who did go i hope they had a great time i mean it's certainly yeah. unique i mean it's a really cool experience i'm sure they do it up. I mean, I'm surprised every time I see like videos and stuff from each year. I mean, everything is just catered to you. So, um, I had heard a lot of feedback from this year to compare to last year to so hear if the uh, the attendance was good or if it was overcrowded or any other feedback. I haven't had a chance to hear much on it, but people seem to like it. So, I guess maybe they'll keep doing it. Yeah, it'd be. I I, I think you know you take a weekend once a year, something like a Dave and Tim, where it's it's a little lower key. Um, but still really enjoyable, and maybe mm. you'd go around to other places. You know, it doesn't only need to be Mexico; it can be, you know, the Caribbean islands or something like that. I mean, um, that's how you get repeat customers, right there. Yeah, yeah make it, it around make a little it, bit. Yeah, bounce it around. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, there was one more question on the album. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and thank you for all, all for um, providing these. And I'm sorry if we forget your names, but uh, another one of the questions was: Are we seeing? stark new songs from now on like new to us now are we going to see the some of the new songs we've seen over the past two years and songs that have been brought back recently in the past two years something like a sugar will um what do you think are you talking for tour or are you talking oh, for album? I'm sorry for the album the album i don't know what to think i don't know what to think i, I could tell you what i want you want I, all I want, new i want all new never that they've done it though. They didn't bring back Sugar Will to play it live only. <laughs> that's not. It, 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 yes, it, they did. That yes, lines did. up with what I hope, but that's not a hopeful comment. I honestly believe that. You think Sugar Will's on the album? Yeah, I do. No, no hey, way. Mark it down. Mark. Put it in that email <laughs> note of yours. Put it, <laughs> Save 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 that for later. It just because just like how you claim to have sung my college fight song, which you never did, and you claim did. that you never called Spack Spock, and that's how you used to. Just, everybody did. here, it's recorded. Everyone knows. Joe nope. says no way on Sugar Roll on the album. So when it comes out, it comes out. Well, I'm 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 hopeful. I'm hopeful that it's that it's uh, all new songs and not Sugar Well. I love Sugar Well. Nothing against Sugar Well, but. Uh, New songs, please. Do you feel that most any song the band plays ever that ends up being a decent song eventually ends up on, should end up on an album, or are there songs that you're just completely fine never being put to track? Completely fine. Why? Why? I mean, it goes back to the fact that I really enjoy studio albums. Yeah, you think you get some better sound quality, some better engineering, some better musicality of it, some. Mm-hmm. Structure. There's something about turning up music loud in a live show that you just can't get the pop because you've got the crowd noise in the background. But if they could, they could edit, it's all that's all something they can do in in the mixing. If they mix it, they can mix whatever. Yeah, they could mix out the crowd 100. Yeah, it'd be a live performance. There's a lot of people like like Ham Solcombe who says that the live tracks are a thousand times better than the albums than the studio. It's yeah. a debate. It. it, it it's different strokes. I, I love studio recordings. I really look forward to them. Yeah. Shotgun. I mean, I would assume I would, I would put that greater than 50% if I had to. 
if it doesn't make the album, it yep. might be one of those songs they never could just figure out how to get it exactly how they wanted it. Because that's what it sounds like to me anyway when they play it. The song sounds like it's about 75% of the way there. It always has to me. Yep. It sounds like it's it's got a cool feel to it, but it's just it's two parts kind of stuck together, um, but not uh, finished. I think other than Busted Stuff, I think the band has approached every album as an opportunity to redefine itself. And I think if they using past music doesn't doesn't do that. Um, I think I think the band looks at like this is our new image, this is our new art, this is where we're going. And I think they enjoy that and I think reusing old songs um, that that's for live releases. And and yet before these crowded streets had how many old songs on there? You got Rapunzel, Don't Drink the Water, Halloween. It's a different time. It's a different well, time, Matt. A better time, one could argue, but I digress. <laughs> different time. Different it was time. their greatest I, album, and I think that's about as... I mean, that's obviously a subjective statement, but you could argue that it's as close to objective as subjective gets. You think there's a... Out of the unreleased material, studio unreleased material now, there is a BTCS album. Oh, that that's mean. That's a tough question. Do I think it's out there? You know what's funny? I will say that's, I can't answer that question because just the songs themselves aren't what makes BTCS BTCS. The production the jams between the flow dave going with the the kind of opera thing at the end of halloween like that's not the song Mm -hmm. that's what they did on that recording and it's amazing Mm -hmm. the beginning Mm -hmm. of the stone they don't do that live that's not the song that's what they did in that version of it Mm -hmm. that album is the sum of its parts and then some so i mean that's that so so to to answer your question maybe there are some very good songs um that with so some creative oh, studio effort might be elevated okay that's what I was going to say you're saying take those songs and then the creative studio effort is really mm-hmm. the piece that you're saying which i don't listen. think we've had the end of away from the world the uh the uh, drunken soldier which i think is is contrived the lyrics don't get me I, they that song is I'm going to I'm going to write an epic song. It just feels like that. So in terms of the chorus and whatnot, eh, I mean I like it, but it's not this epic song. I wish it was, but the end of it, that's one of the cooler studio things that they've done. That they've been that confidence for them to put their feet up at the end of the album just kind of drift away. That was a cool ending. They need more yeah. of that. I think if you look at all the really what I mean, what I would consider some of the best albums, they just had really good motivation. I feel like for them hunger they, yeah they were just really motivated really hungry and that's the part that we don't have a view into right now is where is the hunger could be at, at record highs or it could be at record lows i don't know that we can tell right now and i think that's that's the exciting part is coming off a year off they've never right. done it before right so i i think how they come out this year and how they sustain over you know, the dog days of summer, I think, is going to tell us a lot about the future of this band. I think we're going to see what direction they want to head in as they enter the the third decade of their existence, you know? 
Yep. Or they enter it would be entering the fourth decade. This is definitely yeah, this was a this is a chapter or you know, this is a this is a beginning here of a new phase. We'll have to see what this new phase looks like. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be ominous when I when I say that. I'm I'm excited and hopeful that that you know, these guys are kind of come out hungry. Um and I really don't care what any of them say publicly yeah. because ultimately everything's PR nowadays. I just want to see it in the pudding. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. We'll, we'll be working to get remaining questions. I know there's we're wondering, hey, when's the album going to come out? Who's producing the album? Um, there's plenty of questions about that. We'll be working to get those details. We'll report them when we can find them. Yep. Yep. Uh, keep an eye on uh, keep an eye on the front page. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Instagram's blowing up. Um, and if you're an iPhone user, grab the MB Hub as well. Um, again, you won't be sorry for that. Anything else going on, Joe? I mean, other than you, you've got to start opening second mortgages and selling <laughs> selling furniture to to fund your your couch tour. <laughs> I've gotten a couple missed calls while we've been potting that are probably asking me just what I'm what kidney I'm selling. So um, <laughs> to to fund all this, but um, I'm excited. Get your ticket requests in. We'll we'll have the talk more about the tour as it as it gets closer and as we get more details but yeah not too much not too much i think uh we're hoping to see a nice new re- uh re-energizing of the community in a, from dmb i think we're going to feed off of them so i'm excited about that yeah and some more frequent podcasts too of course right of course yeah there's uh yeah. do you want to tease your 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 brainchild me yeah what brainchild is that uh your NDMBC podcast. Oh, I, the fact that you're that you're <laughs> urging me to tease it means that you might be in. <laughs> I figure you'll do it without me. Well, I um, want to talk about stuff other than just Dave Matthews Band, but stuff that kind of ties in. That's why anybody who knows me knows that DMB Hub is a is such a fantastic overlap of all my hobbies. I love Dave Matthews Band. I love server infrastructure and hosting and i love programming um i love websites and i love mobile phones and app development all these things the antsmarching.org lets me fold all of that i love broadcasting right so ants lets me fold all of that in and do podcasting and app development and server administration totally nerdy marissa yes thank you but i admit it (laughs) but um, you know, sometimes I want to stretch my 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 wings a little bit more than just Dave Matthews Band topics, and so I want to do like a podcast where we just talk about tech and programming and maybe the new iPhone or 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 whatever. And I'm trying to drag Joe M along with me, but it will also talk about what goes into building ants and some of the stuff on the back end too that we deal with that we wouldn't necessarily bore you people on an ants marching podcast about. So. Totally go ahead and petition. It's Joe at AntsMarching.org. <laughs> Hit him up. If you want, email me at Matt, and I'll give you a cell phone. You can text him directly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and just bug him and say, do it. And that way, you might hear even more of us more frequently. But that's that's the goal there. Um, and well, if you, yeah. well, what I would say is is we get a lot. We Thank you guys for all the love. Yeah. Where's the podcast? Why aren't you guys doing the Ants podcast? The fact of the matter is... We don't want to come on and talk about podcast about DMB and there's not any DMB news to talk about. We're just talking about, hey, I heard DMB in the elevator the other day. Uh, <laughs> coincidence? And, yeah, coincidence? Huh? 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 Um, 
So, you know, or we, we do the podcast when there's content, DMB content to pot about, uh, but we appreciate all the love asking where the podcast sure. is. So the idea is, hey, an NDMBC one, which is like a non-DMBC one, which is, hey, when there's a little DMB stuff, we're going to talk about it, but um, maybe talk about some other stuff too. So um, people that want to only listen to DMB, tune into the DMB one. People that want, you know, side talk, DMB, you know, elevator talk and plus other technology, maybe yep. there'll be another podcast yep. from time to time. But uh, with that in mind, definitely go on iTunes and, and review us. Uh, like our podcast, subscribe to it. Um, you don't have to listen to it. Just subscribe to it and uh, give us a five-star review and get us up on the charts. We'd love to really ride this 2018 wave, um, the excitement of the band coming back. And we're pumped and we want to do these uh, for a good long time. So again, like Joe said, thank you so much for asking for the podcast. We hear that. We see it. And it makes us feel good every time we see that. And we're excited to, to hopefully bring you guys entertaining stuff um, and maybe a little bit of uh, different insight on, on what's going on with the band. Yes. Yeah. Well, I then... After that, thank you so much for listening, everyone. It's really good to be back. 2018 is going to be a killer year. I'm pumped. Joe is pumped. Woohoo! Joe is... No, I will not lend you... Joe, stop texting me. <laughs> if you want to go to the show, you pay for it yourself. All right? I oh, telling you this. come on. I keep telling you this. <laughs> uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. We will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. Yeah.